again to the Nothing Sacred Podcast. I am the hater, and with me is the man, the tech man. You better not shout, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Because the tech man, bud man, is here. Say hello. Hate, 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 hate. That's bud man. So, spreading the tech everywhere. So, I wanted to start out first by mentioning that next week will be the last segment for crazy fucking coincidences. Now, before you cry, or you go, oh no, we are adding some new stuff. As of episode 9, we're going to start with a segment called In the News. When we uh, talk about what's going on in the news locally and otherwise, only the really interesting stuff. And then, starting in episode 10... We're going to do a segment called On the Net. It's kind of like in the news, but it's not. I can't wait for this one because I've seen some pretty fucked up shit. Like, what are you, are you going to base this out of, like, Facebook or anything on anything? the internet? Like, oh, this is going to be awesome. There's some good memes you should rip apart here. And in episode 12, we're going to start a new segment, Top 10. Much like uh, Five Fun Facts, only it'll be a Top 10 of... Anything that I can think of. And of course, we'll still have our random segments, Talks with Dr. J. Uh, Last episode, by the way, if you didn't stay till the end of the closing credits, go back and listen to it, because we have a talk with drunken Dr. J, and it is fucking hilarious. But we'll be doing that again at some point. Also, what will our intern do for a gram of weed? That'll be coming back soon. Obviously, there's rants that can't wait, and I'm working on some other stuff. So I just wanted to uh, start the show by uh, telling everybody all about that. And by the way, fuck you, Pockets. You know, I wanted to get on with the segments and stuff, but I have to be honest with everybody who's listening. The other day... Not to get into a long story, but the other day I had a close encounter with the white trailer park trash kind. And I do mean this in the literal fucking sense. Let me tell you something. First off, these people are nothing like the people from the TV show Trailer Park Boys. I wish. No. They're far fucking worse in real life, I wish Ricky, Julian, and Bubbles had to come to the door. That would have been awesome. But no, motherfuckers. No, I had an encounter with the real fucking deal. Let me tell you, because I have to tell you, because I got to get this shit off my fucking chest. These fucking morons, these stupid, uneducated, hillbilly motherfuckers, could you just explain to our listeners what a normal hillbilly white trash would look like? Well, you know the typical type. 
greasy fucking hair. And if they're a chick, they have on way too much makeup. They smell like ass. Their guts hang out of the, uh, you know, at the bottom of their shirts because they wear shit that doesn't fit. They pick their nose. <laughs> a lot. They think they're educated. They think they know shit. But they don't know fuck all. These motherfuckers. Somebody let these motherfuckers out of the trailer park. Good God almighty. Holy fuck. These fucking assholes. These shit-kicking, gun-toting, gun-loving, fucking... Ugh. Give me a second. Just to compose myself. Sorry. These fucking people, they are a fucking scourge. They're fucking dumb as shit. They don't know their heads from their ass, even though they think they know, but they don't. Sometimes they think they shit out of their face. What? Sorry, just a stone thought. Continue. What's that even mean? You said they don't know their head from their ass, so sometimes they just sit their face on the toilet and shit out of it. <laughs> We're actually going to leave this in? <laughs> okay, then. You know, here's the thing. I know some people don't have the best education. I get it. And I realize, too, that some people are very awkward in society because they spent all their lives on a fucking pig farm or out in the middle of butt-fuck nowhere. I know they like to shoot their squirrels, and I know they love to talk shit, which just makes themselves sound even fucking stupider than they already fucking are. I'm just gonna say it. These motherfuckers... And these aren't the only motherfuckers from this area that I have encountered in the past. I don't care. I don't know how many times I have to emphasize it. So, I'm telling you, if you are in or go to the Belleville area, which includes Maydock, Marmara, Tweed, Campbellford, Ivanhoe, Workworth, Frankford, Trenton. Now, before I finish my statement, I'll make this in brackets. I do have a few friends in that area, but 90% of them are fucking morons. Morons and people like this. These fucking white trash, fucking hillbilly motherfuckers. I don't really know what to do about it, because they're going to escape from the trailer now and again. But it just seems to me, my personal encounters in that area, wow. And I don't mean wow is in... Wow! I mean, wow as in, wow, I'm in disbelief of all the fucking stupidity. And you know what? I'm glad I said it. Because, quite frankly, if you go there, you know what I mean. Let's see, just as an example, Belleville features Slasher Pam! Pylon Pete! Yeah, we could go on and on and on, but you get the idea. In Trenton, it smells like ass all the fucking time. And they don't do anything to their fucking roads. They're like, you hit a, a pothole in Trenton on their streets. It, it's, you're basically, you're going down the, to the pits of hell because it's about that deep. You're going to need the jaws of life to claw yourself back out of some of these fucking holes. You know what? You know what? I don't want to keep putting a damper on this podcast because we have some really cool shit coming up. Like five fun facts about masturbation and of course we're gonna have our hockey talk and all that other stuff and we're gonna talk about social psychology today which i'm kind of looking forward to that'll be interesting and we're gonna talk some music but i just had to get that off my chest sorry i digress just i hope to hell 
that any sensible asshole out there, they never encounter trailer park trash. Speaking of five fun facts, just, just before we get to that, I said I digress. Sort of. I just wanted to make clear to everybody that listened. <laughs> so, I just want to make it clear exactly what I'm saying. Ignorant, white trash, hillbillies from hell, who have constant road rage, constant rashes on their asses and everything else what is having a rash on your ass do about this probably because they never wiped their asses because they're not that civilized okay okay continue you got this what i'm saying is per capita in ontario i swear to christ that whole fucking belleville area you're the winner now i digress pick back up your mic five fun facts about masturbation we're going to talk today about five fun facts pulling the wheelie rubbing one out so five it reduces stress so when you come home after a stressful day you know what you should just pull it out and stroke it like a champ because apparently you will be a lot more relaxed after you do this one i know from personal experience and don't tell me the rest of you don't either number four helped you sleep you go to bed at night you're all by yourself you know for some reason it's standing up you know what i'm talking about i'm not even gonna go any further on that one releases sexual tension well no shit look at fact number four that's all i'm gonna say on that one this one's for you ladies number can relieve menstrual cramps and muscle tension just think all you gotta do have a little fun and it'll probably help you sleep better but um and number one it improves your self-esteem and body image and i'll tell you what folks me personally you'll always feel much better about yourself after you pull your wire that's it this week for five fun facts Next week, it'll be five fun facts about farts. It's time for crazy fucking coincidences. This week on crazy fucking coincidences, we're going to talk about a very strange double homicide that happened 157 years apart. Two women, Barbara Forrest, and Mary Ashford, both victims of a similar crime. Both came from the same tiny village five miles outside Birmingham, England. Both were 20 years old, who shared the same birthday, and had been raped and strangled. Both remains were found 300 yards apart and found the same day, May 27th, 157 years apart, 1817 and 1974. Both had visited a friend that evening, both changed into new dresses that night, and went to a dance, where they presumably met the killers. The men accused of the crimes were named Thornton, but both were acquitted of the crime. That is fucking crazy. It's now time for another edition of Common Sense, or Lack of. 
this week on Common Sense or Lack of. First, I just want to touch on people who don't practice what they preach. We've all met people like this. They piss me off. And we all experienced it. And you know how I know most of us have experienced it? When you're a kid and you see your parents smoking and then they tell you, Don't smoke. That's just a, that's just a basic example. Those fucking people, don't be a fucking hypocrite. You know what? Just to touch base on this a little bit. My children, when I found out that they smoked marijuana, I could have freaked the fuck out. But you know what? I am a fucking chronic. So, I was not one of those people who didn't practice what they preached. I told them straight up, yes, I smoke fucking marijuana. Lots of it. I'm not going to be an asshole and tell you not to do it. So, I just don't like motherfuckers that don't practice what they preach. Also, people who believe everything they hear or see on the goddamn forsaken fucking internet. Jesus Christ, people. Have we not learned anything from Wikipedia? Holy Christ, you can't trust anything on that goddamn website. Hello? They ain't the only one. Just because some asshole on the internet says to you that freckles may kill you, doesn't fucking mean it's gonna happen, you dumb, stupid son of a fucking bitch! We're done with this segment. You have been listening to another edition of Common Sense, or lack of, or maybe we could call it What the Fuck. Just before I get into hockey talk, uh, I just randomly had this thought. I just want to get it out there. I bet you there are people right now in the Quinty area that are standing on their balconies out in their back porches, out in their front porches in the middle of the street yelling, What Panther? Sorry, I just want to get that out Wondering there. Wondering why nobody's coming with a pamphlet. Yeah. Full of hate. So much hate. Okay, so, here we go. Last Saturday, Flames forward Milan Lucci was suspended two games for sucker-punching Blue Jackets winger Cole Sherwood after the whistle. Last Sunday, the NHL Department of Player Safety announced the two-game suspension. After freezing the puck, Flames goaltender David Riddich was poked by Sherwood as the whistle blew. Lucic took exception and sucker punched the Blue Jackets player behind the net before falling on top of Sherwood. That's not cool. Lucic received a double minor for roughing and played the rest of the contest. Sherwood also returned to the game. Lucic missed games against the Capitals and the Coyotes. Since 2016, Lucic has been fined once and suspended once for similar incidents of sucker-punching opponents in the face. Repeat offender. Actually, three-peat offender. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman is still resistant to the idea of allowing NHL players to participate in the 2022 Olympics in Beijing. Bettman said during a press conference Friday at the Global Games in Sweden, and I quote, I don't want to sound like a broken record record on the subject, but I think going to the Olympics is a challenge for us. <clears throat> Penn's captain Sidney Crosby surprised a local veteran by gifting the 28-year-old, I hope I'm saying this right, Madeline Malazio, who has served as an army specialist for the past five years. She's also single mom to a three-year-old son. Crosby gave her the car he won for being named MVP at the 2019 NHL All-Star Game after learning that she didn't own a car. Crosby be decided to help. He surprised her on Friday following the team practice. You know what? 
I'm a Flyers fan, so obviously I'm not a big fan of Crosby as a hockey player, but as a person, that's pretty cool. Speaking of the Pens, Pens D-man Chris Letang is considered week-to-week with a lower body injury, head coach Mike Sullivan announced on Friday. The Boston Bruins and Nashville Predators will open their 2021 regular seasons in the Czech Republic, and the Colorado Avalanche and Columbus Blue Jackets will travel to Finland to make up next year's NHL Global Series, the NHL announced on Friday. I watched this game on Thursday, Montreal and Philadelphia. Montreal coach Claude Julien sounded off on officiating after a 3-2 overtime loss to the Flyers on Thursday night. Midway through the third period in a tie game, the Canadians changed lines after an icing call because they believed the puck deflected off someone at center ice. They were then given a delay of game penalty for debating the icing call and not changing back to the same line fast enough. The coach said there's a point there that they've, meaning the referees, got to take certain responsibilities. Sorry, I don't have uh, the, Fran- the French accent there. There's a point there that they, meaning the referees, got to take certain responsibilities. I don't know. It's fucked up. Anyways, despite being called for six <laughs> penalties... While Philly took none, the coach didn't completely blame the refs. He did say that his team had taken slashing and hooking penalties as well. I have to say, I'm sorry. I just have to say we're having way too much fun with this week's hockey talk, so just bear with us. On Thursday night, Rangers goalie Henrik Lundqvist made a season-high 45 saves against the Hurricanes in a 4-2 victory. The Rangers had been outshot 47-19 to and they suck. Thank God the King was on his game. They suck. You know a team that doesn't suck? The Bruins, because they still lead the Atlantic Division 11-3-2 with 24 points. The Caps are on top of the Metro Division. They're 12-2-3 with 27 points. The Champs. The Champs. St. Louis Blues lead the Central 11-3-3 with 25 points. And the Oilers still on top of the Pacific Division. They are 11-5-2 with 24 points as of this recording. Also, as of this recording, like I said that, the NHL leaders are in points and goals. David Pasternak of the Bruins, he has 31 points and 15 goals. Pasternak. Connor McDavid still leads in assists. With 19. Power play points again. David Pasternak of the Bruins with 14. Pasternak. (laughs) This is why the Bruins are good. Face-off percentage. Woo! Sean Couturier, the Flyers at 64.5%. Couturier. And Pajot. My God of the Sens. Pajot. Pajot. He is... No, he's French. French. Uh-huh. He's a plus-minus leader right now. Send, you have a leader. And he's plus 15. It Holy also shit. sounds like he should be Japanese. Peugeot. Peugeot. That sounds like some, like, warrior's name when you just come screaming through your window. My name is Peugeot. We're never getting through this fucking segment. Uh, goalies wins Frederick Anderson of the Leafs with nine. That won't last. Goals against average. 
Darcy Kemper of the Coyotes with a 1.82 and a save percentage. Darcy Kemper again with a 9.37 save percentage, that is. Shots at David Riddich to the Flames with 484. Maybe the Ducks are finally getting their shit together, but I doubt it. And shutouts. No. Hutton of the Sabres still with two. And holy cow. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! We actually made it through this fucking segment. Now we'll be back next week with more Hockey Talk. Well, since we're doing social psychology this week, I've been wanting to bring up this bullshit for a while, so this seems like a good time to bring it up. And it's bullshit. But again, it's a prime example of fucking social psychology. On April 19th, 1954, the book Seduction of the Innocence was released, written by... A German-American author, Frederick Wortham, he wrote about the negative influence of comic books on youth. He claimed it was the major cause of juvenile delinquency. He deemed the violence and sexual theme and adult themes within crime comics, horror comics, and even superhero comics. He attacked the titles such as Tales from the Crypt. He attacked comic book companies himself, saying they were selling stories he believed to be quote-unquote trash. Expressing his concern about the mental health of kids who read the comic books. This piece of shit book sold relatively well in the U.S. And it spread fear and hate against comic books. This led to the congressional hearings that Wortham testified in. It did force the industry to monitor the content within. Thus creating the Comic Code Authority. The CCA was formed in response to the hearings. This was a group that self-regulated and censored the content of comic books. All the major companies adopted this ridiculous fucking code. When approved, comics received this stupid stamp to display on the book cover. Most comic series survived the change, but some did not. Horror comics produced by the company EC Comics did not survive. Well, at least their horror stories did not survive, like Tales from the Crypt. EC Comics tried to fight the code, but ultimately lost. The company only survived because of their Mad Magazine line, which is still around today, I might add. Oh boy. Some of the list of criteria included, no comics could present crime in a positive way. Policemen, judges, and other likewise officials must not be disrespected. Good must always prevail against evil. Extreme violence, gore, knife, air gunplay, or prolonged physical agony is not permitted. Females will be drawn realistically, sexual themes eliminated. How Wonder Woman survived is beyond me. The words terror and horror were forbidden, and zombies, vampires, werewolves, ghouls, etc. were also not allowed. Those ridiculous fucking criteria were the main focus of the code. By the 1980s, thank Christ, the code started to weaken. Violence and darker themes were being approved. By the 2000s, advertisers didn't give a shit about it anymore and eventually was squashed. Marvel in 2001 made its own rating code and everyone else followed. Almost after 60 years of bullshit, the code was squashed. Here's the thing. I just want to give a quick definition of social psychology. It is a noun and the scientific study of how people's thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are influenced by the actual imagined or implied presence of others. In this definition, scientific refers 
to the Imperial investigation using scientific method. Remember this when we get into a full-blown conversation about social psychology. But again, I wanted to bring up this horse shit for a while, and this was the best time to do it. Bud man, that's all I got. So, obviously, you always have something to fucking say. Here's your chance. Knock yourself out. And now, it's time for In Conversation with the Tech Man Bud Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That code is fucked up, isn't it? It is fucked up. So... I was in Tim Hortons line the other day. This has nothing to do with Tim Hortons. So don't don't think I'm going to get on Tim Hortons rant again, no. So I'm sitting in the line at Tim Hortons the other day. And this person behind me was talking about, oh, I was, I was a doctor. I cured cancer. I uh, cured AIDS. I actually cured Tupac of AIDS. And then... What? This is legit. This is legit. My wife can attest to this. She, she was there with me. And, Woo boy. Oh yeah, it was a good one. So, and it didn't stop there either. He was like, yeah, I cured him. He let me go party out on his yacht. And then I tried pitching this cure of, to AIDS to the government. And they said no, because it was, it was too much funding or no, it wasn't too much funding. It was, it was that the government would have no for more funding for AIDS research if this came out. And then they, they tried to kill him, and here's where the story gets really crazy, people. I have no word of lie. We're in a Tim Hortons line, and there's like 20 people. It's a Tim Hortons inside Jackson Square. And there's like 20 people around us. This is where it gets crazy, okay? He's like, so they tried to come after me and kill me, and then they killed my girlfriend. I was literally laughing at this point. I was laughing, okay? They killed my girlfriend, so so I had to come down here where it's cold in Canada because I'm originally from the United States or something like that. Someone should kill this fucking stupid idiot. But the worst thing is, is the clown that he was with in line was like, yeah, you know what? That makes sense. That's out of everything that I've heard in my life. This is the least craziest thing. That's what really got me. I was like, holy fuck. You were... <laughs> <laughs> like, I almost want to turn around and be like, are you from Tweed? Fuck. I don't even know what to say about this story. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sorry. <laughs> Picture this. You're some CIA dude. You're running from people. You want to be left hidden. But somehow... Oh, this is good. Somehow you end up in Hamilton, Ontario. You end up in Jackson fucking Square of all places. And you're going to stand in line up at a coffee shop and start blabbing all this bullshit. Oh my. You know what that is? That's fucking stupid! And no, hold on, the best part is... This fucking moron... Found another fucking moron... That's even stupider than he is! Because obviously... Some other idiots... Are going around feeding him... An even bigger line of bullshit! Oh my god, you know what? 
All I'm getting at is that is a prime example of what I mean by stupid is a fucking disease. Oh, God, it hurts. It's just one of those, holy shit. But then it didn't stop there. After oh it was God, like, I came more. to, yes. It was, I felt like he was pitching a movie. He's like, after I came to Canada, the Canadian government tried to come after me. Yo. They're still after me. That's why I'm hiding. All I said to my wife, I literally said it was like, so that's why, that's why the police are everywhere in Hamilton. That's why I said, fuck it. Anyhow, and the last thing that I want to touch on is you ever run into that one person that you tell a story to and you'd be like, yeah, I, I got a buddy that did the exact same thing. He just did it this other way and it worked or something like that. You ever met one of those people? Oh, I call those the telephone people. Remember that old game of telephone when you were a kid? You'd start in a circle. One kid would be whispered something, and then they'd go around the room, and by the time you got to the other end, it wasn't even the same fucking story. Yeah, telephone people. Yeah, no, those people, honestly, they annoy me so much because no matter what you say, you could be like, Hitler was wrong. They'll be like, I know a guy. That thinks Hitler was, Hitler was right. He's so he's so ridiculous, but he thinks he's right. The point is, these people should be fucking purged from our society. They're the same people that will walk into a conversation that they have no clue what the fuck is going on and interject their own fucking bullshit that they think is happening. One more thing that I just have to touch base on is trolling. And if people don't know what trolling is, there's two types of trolls. The one that sits and is a keyboard warrior on their computer and will be like, you're a fucking idiot. That's pretty much what our social media is on Twitter. And there's a hardcore troll. These people will get so pissed off over the littlest fucking things. And they'll end up getting the police called to this place and shit like that. Like, there was one that made the news. A guy's father ended up getting shot because he ended, the troll called the police in that place, in that town or whatever and pretty much acted like him and was like, I have my brother and my mother and my father sitting here. I'm thinking about shooting them, this and that. So the SWAT team showed up and when his father went to go answer the door, they shot him. Must have been in America. This was in America. You are correct. Of course it was. But that's besides the point. These people, the super trolls, they're fucking idiots. And that's all I gotta say. But, hater. What? Apparently, in response to last week's episode on hate groups, we will now air this public service announcement. This is a public service announcement? Flanagan O'Hara here! I'd be representing the group Leprechauns Against Children! I'd be having a drink at the local pub after a long day of sitting on me pot of gold! I stagger outside and I'd almost get run over by a kid on a bicycle! The little shit didn't even notice me! I admit to becoming a little pickled, but I'm Irish with all a little tipsy! The children always be after me lucky charms, I don't understand! The rainbow chasing little bastards actually be thinking if they, they find me at the end of the rainbow that they'd be 
be giving me the shit. Jokes on all of you. When I mean shit, I really means it. We shit out our gold. You ever try excreting 10 pounds of gold? It hurts like a bastard. And by the way, why in the hell does everybody keep referring to me as the garden gnome? What the hell is a garden gnome anyways? Anyway, if you're a fellow potato eater like me, and you think children are a hazard, and you sit in the pot all day praying for a laxative, join the cause leprechauns against children, if you will. The only ones we can look in the eyes of the ones that harm you the most and the jokes on you motherfuckers we're not even irish fool <laughs> leprechauns against children that's a real thing i believe so they contacted us after like we posted the episode and literally 10 minutes after they contacted us and it wasn't a very friendly email and it had that clip with it <laughs> i don't know if i want to hear the email the email pretty much stated that we were tall, bigot assholes, and we didn't know our heads from our assholes, apparently, even though their heads are about the height of our assholes. Anyhow, <laughs> let's let's continue on here, hater. <laughs> okay, so, the first topic of the day, social psychology. Social psychology, let me give you a couple examples of social psychology. Everybody likes chocolate ice cream. Does everybody really like chocolate ice cream? Or is it like peanut butter? And it's just one of those things that's been, you know, integrated into your brain because everybody in society likes peanut butter. It's two, it's two simple forms of it. Basically, social psychology comes down to, you know, what people believe in the social collective, which, which, uh, to me, sometimes it's, it's head scratching <laughs> as a good example. Well, not really, but it's an example. Nonetheless, this Tide Pod kid, these guys that eat Tide Pods, somehow there was enough of them that it became a challenge. And somewhere along the way, a decent amount of them decided that this was a good thing to eat Tide Pods. It's a form of social psychology. Well, that's like the cinnamon challenge. Every we, We've already covered all the challenges that stupid does. But stupid, yeah. I mean, a lot of the times, stupid is the consciousness of So it's pretty society. much, it's pretty much if you jump off, if your friend jumps off a bridge, do you do the same thing? Yeah, that's what it comes down to. And if enough people in society think that it is socially acceptable well then there you go bob's your uncle well even even if you break it down to like the psycho the psychology of like i don't want to bring it up but like women how psychology pretty much fucks with them even publicly with weight fucking the way they dress the way they look everything like that yeah Absolutely. And that's why these mental diseases start because they're so worried and concerned about what other people think, which realistically, you shouldn't give a fuck. You shouldn't give a fuck what that fat piece of shit on the corner thinks about you. You shouldn't give a fuck what the skinny piece of shit on across the street thinks about you. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, but that's a problem. Too many people in society but that's, do care. Again, that's, that's social psychology, right? 
Yeah, I mean, it's basically the, yeah, it's even the collective, even, right? even, like, bullying, right down to that, you can put it down to social psychology, too. It's one person picking on another individual to get a rise out of them and pretty much be the alpha, right? Well, yeah. Also, another good example of social psychology is somewhere along the way, enough people thought that fucking Pockets was entertaining, I don't know how, and uh, now there's these bunch of fucking morons that think that Pockets is great. Well, if enough people really start to think that way, then God help us, he becomes an actual thing. The internet is a great example, though, of social psychology. Like, as an example, if one person says on the internet, oh, all of a sudden, it's not socially acceptable to use your manners and say thank you anymore. Instead, we'll replace it with fuck you. I know it's a stupid fucking, you know, thing to say, but it's just an absurd example that, you know, as long as enough people all of a sudden start to think, you know what, that is more acceptable to say As I say, there's lots of examples of it. But then you can even take that a step further. Thank God, though, sometimes as a collective, we do have social psychology. Or because or our people would be running around murdering and raping and killing everybody else. Do you eat pineapple on pizza, hater? No, it's fucking disgusting. Well, that's another thing that's on the internet and social media that told you to hate pineapple on pizza. I fucking love pineapple on pizza. I don't give a fuck what... Gordon Ramsay says, I'm gonna shit. Gordon Ramsay? I don't give a shit. What's Gordon Ramsay got to do with this? There was this huge controversy on Facebook, okay? okay. There's all these memes and shit about, like, how pineapple does not belong on pizza. No, it doesn't. It does. Go no, it doesn't. Yourself. The no, Hawaiians got that shit right. No, it doesn't. Anyhow, Gross. so Ramsay made a tweet and was like, officially, pineapple does not belong on pizza. I don't give a fuck what he says. But he's an expert. I don't give a fuck. We're experts too. Doesn't mean everybody fucking listens to us, does it? Experts at what? I don't know. Well then what are you talking about? Podcasting. There you go. We're not experts at podcasting. We barely know what we're doing. Whatever. You know, I have to tell the viewers. Oh, viewers. Yeah, okay, I'm stoned. Uh, the listeners... Just to get off topic a little bit here, but uh, I uh, went out today and I found this really cool metal sign and it looks really rustic and it is, uh, it has a reprint on it of Detective Comics number 27. I'm sure lots of you have been in stores and seen it or one like it. I just wanted to say it looks pretty fucking cool. And I want to add on to this. When uh, I came into the studio to record this... He was so amped to show me this that he pretty much like was like, "It's amazing! It's the best thing." It is going fucking to the studio amazing. Since I don't even know what, but point is, since my Batman that so has posable fingers. So he built this up to the point where I thought it was gonna have like neon on it or some shit, and then I came up and see it was just a metal sign. I was like, oh, "That's great." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, it's amazing." It is fucking amazing. Fuck you. Yeah, whatever. It's cool it's shit. Cool, but it's not. I'll try to post a picture on Facebook. Are you ever going to put pictures on Facebook? I try to, but the device that I have is fucked up. I know there's a camera somewhere in this studio. Why don't you get closer to the mic? That's what you tell me all the time, motherfucker. I believe there's a camera somewhere in the studio. He was basically deep-throating the microphone there, my dad. And, and let's 
talk about that for a second too. Sound on this is probably you're thinking parts of it are like, what the fuck? And then other parts of it you're like, hey, sounds a lot more crystal clear. Well, it's because partway through the week we got these new microphones and we were just too fucking lazy to go back and redo all the segments. So parts oh, of it, that. it just sounds fucking weird. So that's that's why. Next week it will all sound like I sound right now. Do you hear the sound in my voice right now? So That's how even, it's going to sound. Even going back to psychology here. If you even look at like Sorry, I get off the track on stone. and movies trend? Yes. Like the trail they'll release a trailer and depending on how many people see it, depending on like how many movies that will be played or how many times right. it'll be played in theaters kind of shit, you know what I mean? You know what? You know what? You had to bring it up, didn't you? And another thing is is did you just this? a really quick fun fact. What? Okay, one second. Hurry up. Quick fun fact. Did you know back in the day, before they became with the uh, commercial fax people or whatever, they used to put images in little shots of movies that you'd go out to see of popcorn and stuff. So when you went to go take a piss, in your brain, you didn't see it, but your brain saw this picture of this popcorn. So... You went and you bought some fuck popcorn because you were like, oh, fuck, I took piss. Subliminal messaging, right? Yeah, subliminal messaging. Psychology. Ooh. Now, now, speaking of that, I was going to say, since you got since you got on that topic, Lord help us all. But we've all heard of it now. So, point is, we've all heard that this piece of shit is being made. And I don't understand. What movie? I still don't understand why. This new Batman movie that they have planned. My God Almighty. First off, really? You're going to have the, the fucking dickhead from Twilight? The guy that turned vampires into pussies. What? He literally turned vampires what? into pussies. What? And Tell now you're going to you put... Are. I know what you are. Say it. A faggot. And now this idiot, they're going to put the cowl on him? Are you for real? And then not only that, oh gonna, my god, why? Is he gonna shine in the sunlight too? Why? <laughs> why? I'm Bruce Wayne. I shine in the sunlight and sparkle. Why would you get the biggest fucking douchebag? Or at least that's how he be, he's portrayed a lot of time. As far as I'm concerned, Matthew McConaughey is Two-Face. And anyways, why in the hell are we doing Two-Face? Didn't the Nolan brothers already do that? Jesus Christ. And then they were talking about fucking, at one point, having Jonah Hill as Penguin, but the fat motherfucker wanted way too much money. I don't think that would really work out. Jonah Hill's too comedian. Yeah! Like, what? Who's making this fucking movie? Seriously! Man, the Warner Brothers, they haven't made a good movie in so long. They're fucked! They're so fucked. They're fucked! Well, now that we're Now who in the fuck? Who in the fuck? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What am I going to do? Turn on the fucking internet tomorrow and, and heaven forbid, I look on the fucking internet and what are they going to say next? Do you know who's playing Alfred in this movie? Do you? Juan Guzman. Juan fucking Guzman. That's what I'm going to see in the internet next. And I might say he's a very funny motherfucker, but Not come on. Alfred. Not as Alfred, man. Well, master. Go fuck yourself. I don't know. And like yeah. now, I'm hearing too in this fucking movie that uh, they're not done casting villains. I'm scared to think, you know, out of all the villains that Batman has, oh boy, I'm waiting to hear the killer lineup of fucking Two-Face, Penguin. You think you're getting excited and then all of a sudden we'll hear something stupid like Killer Moth. 
and Tweedledee and Tweedledum and holy sheep shit. Sorry, I digress, but it's since, fucking since retarded. Off topic, I'll steer us even more off topic here. When you were a kid, do you remember when you ate noodles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You figured out you didn't have to choose them. I was thinking about this the other day, Hater. Yeah. I was like, this would be a good relatable moment for us to do with our viewers. Because everybody has done this when they're children. Like, they're eating their mac and cheese, and all of a sudden they, they don't chew a bite and they swallow it. And they're like, I'm going to choke to death, but you don't. And you're like, oh shit. I don't need to chew this. <laughs> and you look at your sibling and you're like, check this out. And they're like, did you just, you didn't chew that, did you? And you're like, no, I didn't. You are one of those disgusting kids, were you, that could pull it out your nostril? I don't know, maybe. You ever seen those disgusting little bastards? No, wait, uh, have you seen, have you seen the ones that can drink milk and shoot it out their eyeball? Yeah, it's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. I saw that in the internet. Yeah. I thought it was a fake thing until, like, other people started to tell me, no. No, man, you can do that yourself, too. It's messed up. Yeah. Why would you want to, though? Yeah. That's fucked up, though. Yeah, man. It's fucked up. You know, another thing, as a matter of fact, now that I'm thinking about it, this fucking Shazam movie thing, when they do the sequel. Now, I'm just wondering. I keep hearing off and on about The Rock. He's going to be black adam which would be cool but then he's not yet i think they gave you a teaser at the end of shazam that black adam is coming so if anybody out there knows what the hell is going on with that legit you want to let me know because that one viewer no one subscriber we have more than one viewer motherfucker we've had lots of people view different shit maybe not entire podcast but we have a lot of shit now on facebook youtube twitter instagram not on our website what he said oh shit what we have two subscribers oh as of oh! this recording there's two subscribers bam so it has begun and that's another piece of social psychology, subscribers. If you, you can't tell me if you're looking at something and you're thinking about subscribing to it and there's like 12,000 subscribers, you're not like, you know what? This many people have liked it. Fuck it. I'm probably going to like it. Well, that's what we're gunning for, right? Well, that's what we're gunning for, but I'm just saying that's a piece of social psychology too. Oh yeah, we were talking about that, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we barreled off track quite a bit. No, I'm pretty fucking stoned, I yeah. have to say. You know what? I went to the dispensary today, and finally, finally, this fucking dispensary, they finally have $10 grams and 3.5s for 25 to $30. They actually have okay. semi-ass reasonable fucking prices they, now. Is it okay but their packaging is still fucking dumb. It's terrible. What a waste of fucking plastic. It's I don't, terrible. I understand it. It's stupid. But yeah, at least their prices. And I might add that one of them were saying in the new year that edibles and hashish. Edibles and oil too and hash. Yeah, are going to be available. That only means one more thing. It's only a matter of time before they start selling shatter too, I would think. Oh, if oil is available, shatter is definitely the next thing. So all potheads rejoice on that one. Finally, the dispensaries, is they're getting a little fucking more reasonable. Maybe, maybe. Anyways, the internet is probably, I would think, 
the biggest manipulator of social media out there because I'm sitting here right now and I'm scrolling down and they're giving me everything on the internet from clips of different other podcasts to clips of comedy shows to shit like you should watch this movie or you shouldn't watch this movie this is trending that's not trending this was trending yesterday this was trending 10 minutes ago but now if you like it you're a piece of crap in the last 10 minutes you went from cool to piece of shit legit though it's true and people like i said earlier people believe everything they see or hear these people are on the fucking internet every day and that's how stupid fucking shit gets into you know the overall fucking consciousness of social society and then is that some people sit and they make articles that are completely fake and then they'll go on wikipedia not even Wikipedia. Like, they'll go and post them on Facebook, not even through Wikipedia. Well, well I was going to say, there, there's a few liars on the internet. Facebook, Wikipedia, you know, things like that. There's there's so probably funny. quite a few bullshitters on Twitter, too. stupid people that go scrolling through it and read it. And they're like, you know what? This is happening. AIDS has been cured. Yeah, just ask the guy at Jackson Square. Yeah, yeah that guy knows, man. He invented it. He's running from the United States government. Oh, yes. I could believe it. It's well, the craziest thing I've heard. Well, President Trump, if you're looking for the whistleblower, apparently he's in the hammer. <laughs> and he's getting coffee all the time at Tim Hortons in Jackson Square. Come on, get him, monkey man. He, he is a fucking orangutan hybrid, I'm convinced. Anyways. Man, that guy got in because of... Don't get me started on fucking Trump. Too. He, he got on a bullshit and stupidity. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of fucking stupid in America. America! Well, any country that has a name and you pronounce like, America! Probably not too smart. Oh, there's... People don't announce Canada like, Canada! <laughs> they pronounce it Canada. Yeah. Yeah, no one emphasizes or that. Or when you, when you announce Iran, you're not... Iran! You're just like, Iran. Turkey, it's not Turkey! It's just Turkey. You know, you just brought up something else. You know, when I was fucking a kid, that used to fuck me up. The country Turkey and the bird Turkey. Because it was like, what? Why would you name your country after such an ugly look of fucking bird? Why would you even name it after a bird? That's the worst part. And what came first, the bird or the country? Hmm. Someone want to check online and maybe shoot us a message too on that one? What? I think the Schwartz is weak with an Anakin there. His lightsaber's bending a little bit. Not the one in the Star Wars minifigure action fucking set there? Disney store set, yeah. Yeah. And you know, speaking of Trump, that impeachment just can't go fast enough. Oh, I heard that uh, his own campaign, his own campaign was funded by his, his fucking non-profitable organization. That's horrible. You are a real piece of shit. Oh, Donald Trump? Oh, fuck. And I'm just, this is one shout out I'm going to make now that we're off topic. As of this recording, Rick and Morty comes out in two days. Woo! Rick and Morty. I can't nice. fucking wait for that show to come out. Legally, they only they can only release five episodes, so it's gonna be on Adult Swim, by the way, which apparently is in free preview. Wait. Yeah, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there. That thing is pretty huge, eh, Rick and Morty. Oh, huh. Hater, hater. 
Yes. It would be you if you were an evil scientist. He says I'm not. And you had a little minion. He says I don't. <laughs> Who knows? And an interdimensional portal. We do have an intern. Yeah, that's after true. After all. It'd be an intern that sound like Brett. What? You know, Brett, guy gives us all of our orders. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Sorry. You know, the guy that talks to cinnamon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that talks to cats. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Well, he'd have to sound like him. Because that guy reminds me of fucking Morty all the time. Water cooler just down the hallway here. and <laughs> The good old water cooler. Cinnamon will walk by and do his whole spiel about how we shouldn't be standing around because he pays us. Yeah, he's a fucking slave driver, for sure. And then he'll fucking attack Brad. Yeah, it's not pretty. Guy. It's not pretty. His face is just mesh. That's not pretty. You know what? I'm so stoned now. I'm so off topic. Holy Christ. Hope you enjoyed the topic, because I don't even remember what it is now. It's social psychology. That's right. That's right. And our next topic is music, because... That, that, is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's controversial music groups. Does it have to be controversial? No, we can just talk about music in general. Excellent. Okay, I'm going to go hit another bong. Just wait. Just hold on. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Now that I've smoked three bongs, now I'm in a real good frame of mind. Before we get into the next topic, though, music, I just wanted to say that uh, during the week, we uh, pre-record basically most of the segments. So, I don't know where I'm really going with that. I just wanted to point that out to people that, uh, you know, if we recorded everything in one night, and we have, and believe me, it's hell. Especially on Budman, because he is the tech guy and he has to edit it. It makes it a lot easier to uh, to do it. So, there's a little behind-the-scenes action for you, I guess. Again, I just smoked three bongs, so let's see if we can get through the next part. So, let's get on to music here. Yes. Where do you want to start? What are music? Music groups that have changed the way that you look at music. Me personally? Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously, because of the generation I come from, right off the bat, first band that comes to mind is Nirvana. I remember when they really exploded. Like, Smells Like Teen Spirit came out. I think I was 19 years old, 18 or 19 years old, something like that. There's no way I was any older than 20. But point being, this song came out on the radio oh imagine that radio what's that nowadays thank you internet it's the thing inside your car that's it that most people don't really use anymore probably because they just put in a cd or they just plug their damn phone into it and they play whatever music they want but nirvana who i might add kurt cobain was my generation's jim morrison tragically enough and it's funny kind of had the same effect only what 40 years later or some shit but i'm sure we'll get to mr morrison as we go along because i'm a big doors fan the doors as a matter of fact if you want to go back for me it was beatles well i'm not even a part of that generation but i don't know i just heard yellow submarine and yesterday that song yes i know it yeah good song uh-huh. the beatles for me i take nothing away from the beatles and Beatlemania and all that stuff and i don't question the influence that they've had in music because i don't want to get tarred and feather if i feathered if i said otherwise but but i will nice say this i do in this studio i do have 
a story about the Beatles is kind of sad, but I remember the the day that John Lennon was assassinated. Speaking of the Beatles, and it was the first time that I actually figured out in my brain that they were a big deal because they were a little before me. But and I was just a kid when he died. I think I was ten years old or some now shit. You're starting to date yourself here, Hater. I'm getting to a point. The point is, it was the first time that I actually saw growing ass people bawling their brains out over John Lennon being assassinated. I wasn't around when, when JFK was assassinated either, but I'm assuming it was the same type of deal. It was nuts. The world literally felt, I don't know, it's hard to explain. It felt pretty dark and empty and... I guess that's in a testament to John Lennon and his music. See. But I do remember that vaguely and that was like that was the first time I was like, Wow. The only the only musician in my lifetime was Michael Jackson that did that to people. Michael Jackson Man, that guy literally made the moonwalk pretty much what it is today. Do you know what though? Michael Jackson in a way reminds me a little bit of Elvis Presley in the sense of right person right time right subject matter like the stars just kind of aligned for michael jackson i don't take away from his talent it's like elvis presley i'm just saying everything just kind of fell into place kind of the same way and elvis let's let's start at the beginning shall we my mother like african music no my mother was a big Elvis fan, much like most people that were born in the 1930s, because by the time Elvis came out, they were teenagers. You want to talk about Beatlemania? Man, when Elvis Presley first came out and did his thing, and he was that leather-clad fucking demon, you'd listen to probably Elvis's first two or three recordings, like albums, compared to everything else he did after. There's a difference, people. There's a serious difference. But yeah, when he was fucking coming up and like songs like Jailhouse Rock was fucking hitting the charts, he was, wow, he scared the living shit out of people. Like, my parents' parents freaked the fuck out. They freaked the fuck out. Nobody ever saw anything like Elvis before. But you gotta give the guy credit. If nothing else, that was a motherfucker that could sing. And he could twist his hips. And he had the look. What got me back then? Okay, so... But he's a very important part of rock history. If a dude twisted his hips like that, women were screaming like, He's so sexy, this Well, they assumed he was also a black man if he did that. Back in the day. You're talking the early 1950s. Right? Rock and roll was just being born. You had guys like Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. There's another fucking Nowadays, guy. Nowadays we have people like Pink that go on stage with fucking completely meat dresses and shit. Well. Like, compared to that. Like what happened people? Well I'm sure we'll get to that point at some point here. I'm sure that will come up. Well, but I'm. I'm just talking. Then there were people like Jerry Lee Lewis and early Johnny Cash. Let me tell you that he was a bad motherfucker. He had some great shit, some fantastic shit. Oh yeah, one of the well-known artists for playing in prisons. He he actually recited a riot in one of the prisons. He's fucking. He was a bad motherfucker too, Johnny Cash back in the day, and he had a major influence too. And then as you go along, obviously, you know, there's so many fucking artists you could talk about like obviously you know as you go along you're gonna have names come up like bob dylan the grateful dead fucking Jimi hendrix fucking the doors now the doors 
were probably the first real big American band. Like, they were basically... They could have been as damn near as big as the Beatles. Yeah, if you didn't... But unfortunately, Jim was... Jim. And Jim had fucking demons. But, wow. There's a band that left. What a legacy of music. And the incredible thing about Jim, to this day, his poetry and his lyrics still, to this day, are very much relevant to a lot of the situations in the world. He was a fascinating motherfucker, Jim Morris. Fascinating. And there's a, there is a documentary on Netflix about the Doors. You should check it out. It's pretty good because it actually talks about so, the whole band and everything, but... What's what? your what's your take on these uh, SoundCloud rappers? Have you ever heard of these people? Vaguely. Okay, so these people are... So there's an app called SoundCloud or something like that. I'm not 100% sure because I've only downloaded it once. Because someone sent me a link to their right. rap. But um, pretty much it has a bunch of different set beats. So you can put your own beat in and then you can sing over top of it. Okay. So yeah, pretty I've much these it. people are making mumble raps and shit like that on this. This is where all this slang and manese comes in. If you've listened to the prior podcast, you know what slang and manese is. And like, yeet, that word, if that's even a fucking word. <laughs> I was just going to say, is that even a fucking word? What I've is heard, that? I've heard people say it, man. I've heard people say Do that say again. It. Yeet. And other people know what that means. Yep. Legit. I don't know what it means, but. Okay, people, do you remember Delirious? By Eddie Murphy, that's right up there with Goonie fucking Goo Goo. Anyways, continue. So, these people will go and they'll make all these different rap videos and blah blah blah. And hope that they get made big and famous. But half of them are like mumble rappers. Like this. Fucking earthshake, headbangs to the face, to my neck bones break. Bitch, I'll throw down to my line, go flat. Do you hear this? Yeah. That is the microphone hitting my forehead. You know what the thing is, though? That's the thing about music. Really, that sounded it comes better. Down to it. It's subjective, man. There's Even though you don't like it and I think it's fucking retarded, there's somebody did out you, there, man, that obviously likes one it. Did you understand one word in that? No. No. I'm a fuck that. Hey, ha. I think it's fucking dumb, but obviously enough people like that crap. Like, I listen to Norwegian throat singing, and it sounds better than that. That's not even a lie. I'm sure Biggie and Tupac would probably be rolling over in their graves if they actually heard it. But somebody out there obviously likes it. But But it just goes to show you, though, you know, every generation has their own music. But think about this for a minute. Have you ever thought... What would the world be like without music? It'd be so much more black and white. It'd be fucked up is what it would be. There wouldn't be any children's songs to help children with things. and Nobody get inspired. Yeah, and then on top of that, you go home and... You know how sometimes when you have a hateful day, you go home and you listen to, like, fucking Rants That Can't Wait? There wouldn't be that music there behind it. It'd just be Rants That Can't Wait with the hater. Yeah, it's not the same. But that's crazy though. Think about all the fucking shit that music has influenced that wouldn't be there to influence it. People that commit suicide, no one would find their bodies. What? Okay, so when people commit suicide, it's a well-known fact that they will leave music playing. So people will be like, man, that music has been playing the same song on fucking repeat for six goddamn days. I'm going over there to tell them to shut the is fuck this, up. Is this true? This is the thing? Yeah, man, this is this little-known fact that when 
people commit suicide. I think it's like 60 or 70% of people that commit suicide, they'll leave a depressing song playing so that when the person, that's a way for people to find their body if they live alone. So their neighbors knock on their door, no one answers, they go in. They're fucking hanging there and all you hear is, all around me are familiar faces, worn out place. I'm going to hell. Jeez. Why did you pick that song in particular, I have to ask? <laughs> I don't know, I just think about depressing songs and any kind of movie that you think about, you know? No well, movies, right? They think about are. it. The music is supposed to enhance the yeah. moment if it's done properly. Imagine if music didn't exist. It'd just be that moment, no. Uh, or like you know in scary movies when something scary is about to happen and there's a like calm it's like and it's like ah! you wouldn't have that scary music speaking of scary music one of the most simplest fucking themes ever done in history in cinema is one of the most terrifying and that's that halloween theme <laughs> Yeah, you listen to that Halloween theme in the dark, alone by yourself. Eventually, you'll be huddling in the corner, probably pooping your pants. Another, okay, just, I want to point something out. One thing that I had a problem with those Halloween scenes, like, the Halloween movies, that they make it seem like people are having sex all the time when they get murdered. Well, that was the... That was the slasher movie, man. They created the slasher movie. Jason, all those slasher movies. What are most of the teenagers doing? They're fucking each other. I don't know. It's a cliche. I don't know. Is it the truth? Maybe. Imagine you just get your dick wet and then... Here's Johnny! (laughs) I don't give a fuck, man. I don't give a shit who you are. Get the fuck out of here. Well, yeah. At least let me blow my load yeah, first, like, motherfucker. If you're gonna kill me, at least kill me happy. But you get my point. Another a perfect example of that too is Batman the animated series. And anybody who was a fan of that series. Knows how much the music affected the mood, the tone of the episodes. They were like 20-minute mini-movies. They were fantastic. Love that fucking series. Man, that whole whole opening is around that music from the explosion on. Or it's like, that clip literally is when they're like looking down on the criminals that Batman just fucking beat the shit out of. And he's on top of the fucking building. He's all like, I'm badass. Mash is another one. Wow, it's an iconic theme song, Mash, right? For the TV show, it's one of the most iconic TV themes ever. I might ever. add, if you actually listen to the original song, Suicide is Painless... That song is fucking depressing, man. Well, hello. Think about it. MASH, it was, you know, even though it was a dramedy, probably the first one. Man, it was fucking hilarious. It's darker moments, too. And then there's some, especially TV shows, especially, where when you hear that theme song, you know exactly what it is as soon as you hear the first note. Like, as a couple examples, Happy Days... 
fucking Mork and Mindy, if you want to go back that far. Or even more currently, who in the hell hasn't heard that creepy opening to The Walking Dead and not know that song? I don't think it'd have quite the effect it it has without that music. No, it'd just be like all those pictures flashing in front. You'd be like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Video games too. Like, like they have some iconic music. Majora's Mask, like title screen, everything in that game. Their music is fan fucking tastic. The NHL games too. They used to have fucking fantastic fucking like like the Majora's Mask too. This this. This in particular is my favorite. I don't know exactly what part of the game that's from. I can't remember. But I remember you standing in the game and you could just jam out all day to that song. It's inside one of the towns, I believe. You just walk around, throw chickens around and fucking jam out. Well, obviously when people hear it. It's probably the first thing they think of is Zelda, and that's the point. Right? Jesus, you high there. What? Fucking hold your mic backwards. Whatever, it's all right now. Testing, you testing. Hold it upside down testing. next time? Maybe. No, in music, though, it comes right down to it. It's just a, another matter of fucking opinion. Really, no... Well, I shouldn't say that. There's music out there I think is complete shit. But, Country! Grunt music! But... You know, different strokes for different folks. And that was a good TV show, too, back in the day. We got different strokes it takes. Different strokes it takes. Different strokes to move the world. Yes, it does. Anyways. And then there's moving on up to Jefferson. To castle. In the sky. Sorry, we're high. Or I'm Rick James, bitch. No, we're not going to keep that either. What, Rick James? Why not, man? She's a very kinky girl. Okay, we're getting off track. But kind you don't take home to mama. What so, was the track here? So, I was going to ask, what's your favorite band? My favorite band? Yeah. It's going to sound a little bit weird. Okay. But my favorite band is Rainbow Kitten Surprise. To the devil and the devil said quit Can't be bothered, better handle your shit Keep about your wits, man, keep about your wits What's your favorite kind of music? It's two different questions Okay, I don't have a favorite kind of music I have favorites kind of musics What? Okay, so I don't know how to explain my favorite kind of music Because I like the certain kind of beat and voice behind it I guess. If there isn't the right voice behind a beat, it's not music for me. I don't know if that makes any sense. Okay, I'll put it this way. You can't have, like, a hardcore, like, heavy metal rift and then have, like, someone like Spongebob up there fucking... Spongebob Squarepants, Spongebob Squarepants. I was more thinking of Tiny Tim tiptoe through the two. Yeah, like... Though that would be funny if Tiny Tim was singing behind a heavy metal rock yeah, band right. or something. What about you? What? Hater. Same questions. Well, my favorite type of music. Oh, it's like an Irish jig, if you know what I'm saying. Like what Irish jig? Anything that sounds Irish and has a good beat.
Irish in me, what can I say? Favorite band, don't have one. Simplest answer, I don't. I have some favorites, but I don't have a favorite. I don't have like a list where, you know, I have like a top five or nothing. Top of your head. First one. No thinking. No thinking. (laughs) Okay, let's put this way. Canadian or American? Let's go Canadian because we're based in Canada. The Tragically Hip. What song? Oh, you mean my favorite hip song? Like Tragically Hip song. Oh, for sure. A Head by a Century or Bob Cajun, either one. American, David Allen Coe. He had some great songs like Come Stains on the Pillow. Come Stains on the Pillow In the middle of the bed Actually, he's not my favorite I joking, but... Jesus, you know what? Bastard. You know what, though? He did have a pretty good melody to some oh, of yeah. his songs. Especially his one song, <laughs> Lover. <laughs> Obviously, we're bleeping that. Oh, yeah. That's a racist shit song. Nope. It's funny. It is funny. As long as it's funny, we already had a podcast about that, remember? Yep. As long as it's funny, Dave Chappelle proved as long as racism is funny, it's okay. But seriously, probably my favorite American act of all time so far that's come out of America is The Doors, for sure. The wild breeze, come on, baby, run with me. Let's So, at the end of the day, music is like art. It's pretty subjective, though. I don't know. You got anything else to add? Um, put a shout out to any particular okay. artist or anything. I just want to put this out there. Eminem. Yeah. Back in the day, he was okay. Back in the day, shit, he was like, okay. When he was Slim Shady. Yeah. He was okay. He wasn't great, okay, white people. He was not the fucking bomb at all. MWA was 10 times better than him. So, people that are like, Eminem's the fucking bomb. His shit today is the best rap I've ever heard. I compare his shit today to mumble rap. I'm sorry, I just got swept away by the super good bird. (laughs) And any mumble rappers that are listening to this, I compare you to me farting in the morning. (laughs) I compare you to that. Legit. You gotta put that close to your face now. How does that feel? Anyhow. We're done. (laughs) I figure we wrap up this show this week with a different kind of uh, psychology. We're gonna talk about the difference between psychopaths and sociopaths. Now you're wondering why. Why am I bringing this up? Well, because I think they're both interesting disorders. And they are both classified as personality disorders, I might add, as I did my said research. A lot of people think they mean the same thing, but there are some major differences between the two. And you're all waiting in anticipation because you know I'm going to tell you, right? Of course I am. So bear with me. Maybe we'll all learn something. And as we go, I might add, let's make a little game out of it. As I go along and I... Describe what's going on and the difference between the two. Maybe you should just in your head give a little check mark off to anything that seems familiar to you. I'm not saying you're all fucking psychotic, whoever's listening, but I'm just saying. So with that, 
Let us begin. Let's start with brain differences. Psychopaths. Most psychologists say psychopaths have a birth defect and are born that way. This has to do with genetic coding. Because of this, they have lack of emotional communication and a hard time controlling impulses. Sociopaths, on the other hand, are usually born without any disorders. Psychologists say it's a learned behavior. Environmental factors of one life due to childhood trauma. They tend to be more impulsive than psychopaths. They spend less time calculating decisions and act upon them. That's a sociopath. Let's go into another difference between them. Emotional stability and criminal activities. The psychopath is most likely to commit crimes due to lack of empathy. They can spend a serious amount of time calculating their actions ahead of time. They are also known con artists and most of them usually commit white collar crimes. They often use aggressive behavior to obtain what they want from someone. We've all kind of met people like that. They lack fear and distress. They tend to be calm and collective under pressure. They share a common trait that is called resilience to chaos. Scientists say they thrive under certain situations that people would find highly stressful. That is what resilience to chaos is referring to. But this also makes them a bigger threat toward others. Now sociopaths, on the other hand, are more nervous about things. They're easy to put on edge. They're more erratic than psychos. They have general problems with anger. This tends to create dangerous situations. They are hostile and assume people around them will be hostile as well. Don't say it. <clears throat> so that makes them go out and seek revenge. This rage is rage toward others and sometimes results in deadly ways. Their crimes are usually sloppy and don't work out the way they want because they're impulsive. Social interactions. The psychopath. Psychopaths are usually very manipulative and they know how to mask their true nature. They're charming and they use that charming influence to get what they want out of you. Ladies, if there's ladies listening, you've all met the charmer. Look out for this guy. Most of them spend lots of time mastering their manipulative techniques and they will appear as completely normal and trustworthy, which is what draws you into their web. Cycles usually end up working high-end jobs and successful jobs. As an example, CEO of companies. They are extremely intelligent and know how to trick you into trusting them. Does that sound like a couple blind dates maybe you've been on, ladies? Sociopaths are not so gifted at such things, actually. Sociopaths are usually awkward with social interactions. We've all met them. Let's face it. Look at that weirdo. Because that's what others usually label them as, weird or slightly off. They will usually pass blame off on others. And they only worry about themselves. Sociopaths have a hard time keeping jobs because they're so unreliable and crude. Conscience. Everybody has a conscience, right? Wrong. Psychopaths do not have a conscience. There is nothing in their brain to tell them they are doing nothing wrong. They feel no remorse. It's as simple and as straightforward as that. Now, a sociopath, the main difference between a sociopath and a psychopath in this category, sociopaths actually have a conscience. This, however, is vague and disregarded. 
They know right from wrong, but may not stop themselves from committing an action. That sounds like a lot of us. Finally, relationships. Psychopaths have a hard time creating relationships of any kind. Rather than go through the bullshit headache, they create shallow relationships. And they target trustworthy people and manipulate them over a long period of time. Their true nature and motives. They see people as pawns in a real-life game of chess. Sociopaths. They can still form and maintain relationships. (laughs) Honestly, they're just not very good at it. This can be any form of relationship. They do have a hard time retaining these relationships, though, because of how erratic they are. They don't care how they are seen by others. And both have a hard time with empathy and common sense. Both have trouble relating to human emotions. Not all of them are violent though. But it often sits in the back of their minds. People. In my research I will tell you. That they are everywhere. And I mean everywhere. Every day you meet sociopaths and psychopaths and don't even know it. Now if you followed everything I said and you were listening and you played the little game, maybe you learned something about yourself, maybe something you wanted to, maybe something you didn't. I truly believe that probably deep down everybody's human beings have one or two of each tendency, which I would think is okay. I mean, as it goes, the social structure isn't the best, but it isn't the worst. But it's when you add up all of this shit, that's when things get a little woohoo, as they say. But I find this shit very interesting. I know what I am. I'm not about to sit here and get into that, because it doesn't really matter. But just keep it in the back of your mind as you listen to this about who am I. You might find out some interesting stuff. And if you don't have any of those traits at all, well, I guess you're a normal motherfucker. Whatever the hell normal is. So... Until next week, you motherfuckers. We're on. Are we on? Are we on? Hey, hey, bud man. I'd say it's the hater, but hello. You're looking right at me. So, you know what? I don't fucking listen to nothing sacred because I fucking do them. But I guess there are other motherfuckers, at least I've heard, that want to hear our shit. So tell me, how in the fuck can they listen to us? Well, if they want to leave comments for Dr. J's, our relationship expert, they can leave it on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And they can even go to our website, nothingsacredpodcast.simplesite.com. It's a simple site. It's easy to get to. And then, if you think our some of our segments, like five fun facts about is fun, and do you have something that you want to learn They're five awesome. that you want to learn five new fun facts about? Let us know through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and our website. And and if you look at the news and you see something that you're like, that's just blatantly stupid. Let us know. We'll produce it in common sense or lack of. And don't forget to check out YouTube for our extra content such as rants that can't wait and clips and other things. And as always, and now for some bonus footage. (coughs) Thank God for editing, editing. Editing. He said, editing. He said, suck my nuts. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Bonus footage. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, fuck. So, I'd like to end this really good shoe as... Fuck! Good thing for editing. Alright, we restart. <laughs> Let's restart. I had it and I lost it. Uh, yeah, yeah! <laughs> that was cute to go. Oh. Oh, why would you do that? <laughs> Just go, Cole. Let's go! Holy fuck. Okay. Last Sunday, the NHL Department of Player Safety announced a two-game suspension. After freezing the puck, Flames goaltender David Riddich was poked by Sherwood as the whistle With blew. His dick. <laughs> Sam testicles, Sam testicles, Mike one. But man, I am not your father. <laughs> playing with your dolls again? They're not dolls, they're figurines, and yes, I'm playing with Lord Vader. Hello, everybody. Hater here. I am here with the tech man, Bud Man. Hate, 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 motherfuckers. So, I wanted to start tonight by, uh, fuck. Good thing for editing. I wanted to start by saying... Good weed, right? Yeah, it is good weed. But anyways, see, now see what you've done. Now I have to think about what I was going to say again. Great piece of bonus footage. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What? Hello, now it's time again for Hockey Talk. Last Saturday, Flames forward Milan Lucic was suspended two games for sucker-punching Blue Jackets winger Cole Sherwood. After the whistle last Sunday, the NHL... Ah, uh, fuck, I start that over. That name fucked me up. He sucker punched him, what? <laughs> that name fucked me up, man. Goal! <laughs> That's just called goal! We're now recording! <laughs> oh, shit. It's good hockey talk! <laughs> we call! From down on the deep south. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. There's another hey. blooper. <laughs>